What is up, guys? This is your boy, Reckless Fox here. Welcome to episode 17 of the Scrub Club Gaming Podcast. It is currently February 10th, 2018, and boy, there is a lot to talk about today. One so happens to be one of the biggest lineups for EVO 2018, and Marvel Infinite is missing. Rock with me tonight is my boy, Mr. Godchild15. Take it away. Hey, what it do? It's your boy, Godchild. God bless y'all. All right, then. Mr. Two Scoops. Yo! Alrighty then, and last but not least, Mr. X-Force Gamer 88. How's it going on with this X-Force Gamer 88? Taking over this podcast because screw Reckless. You know what, honestly, at one point you might need to take over because I, I might need a <laughs> break at some point. And <laughs> I'm, joke, I'm joking though. <laughs> like, you take all the birdie, even if you're sick, even if you have your legs uh, crippled and such, even when you're too old to do anything. You still take, have to take everything. We're almost the same age. What, what? 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 I'll take over. Don't worry. <laughs> from you guys. You might burn to the ground. Your 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 strength is growing, Padawan, but you're not there yet. But yeah, I'll be that, there in a minute. My opening comment. I actually have two opening comments. Maybe three. One. I, I lost five. I lost five dollars during the Super Bowl. Uh, this past weekend, I lost five dollars because I thought the Patriots, Patriots were lost for once. Shut yeah. up! Shut up! Shut up! That's number one. Number two, um, I just recently saw the Kingdom Hearts three trailer, which we will be talking about in a minute. And number three, people, if you have a if you have Amazon Echo, and if you're streaming live on Twitch, please, please, please turn it off. If you because likely or not, your people who are on the chat might be pranking you and might tell you where might ask alexa where you live and if you're that dumb enough to not turn it off that is on you you're not being ddos you're just being stupid and that's all i have to say about that <laughs> uh, a couple of house cleaning rules before we get not, damn it not house cleaning housekeeping rules before we get into it housekeeping um, oh my god housekeeping Oh my god. Anyways, uh, for those of y'all who don't know, we do all our podcasts live on Twitch. Um, so if you'd like to be part of the conversation and let us know your take on some of the things we do talk about, please be sure to hit us up on the comments or, you know, just uh, DM each of us. It doesn't really matter. Also, um, please be sure to follow us on Facebook on facebook.com slash gaming. You can also follow us on our home on SoundCloud and Google Play. Just type in Scrub Club Gaming, and our podcast will be popping up because you know we just that good. Or and if you would like to get a little bit more from us, whether it is compliments, concerns, so you want to be intimate, advice, people, right? Or business inquiries, shut your damn mouth. Be sure to always and forever email us at scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That's scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. You can also fi- find us on YouTube, on our YouTube page at Scrub Club Gaming. If you want a little R&R with uh, us on a solo dolo type of level, mm. you can follow me, Reckless Fox, at twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. You can also follow me on YouTube, Reckless underscore Fox. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Just type in the Reckless underscore Fox. Mr. GC, where can I find you? Um, you can find me on YouTube at Mr. Gotcha 15 and on Twitch at Gotcha 15 as well as Twitter and Instagram at Gotcha 15 Alright, and two scoops shut and work so they can know where they can find you. I can't. You told me to shut up. What you trying to do? <laughs> you <trying to> box? <laughs> I'm just doing what you said. Tell them where, tell them where, you, where they can find you. I can't. You told me to shut up. <laughs> 
We gonna, I'm gonna smack you. I'm gonna smack you on Monday. Just let the people know where they can find you. You can find me. A... <laughs> Give me a second. Okay. All right, X Force. X Force. Where can they find you? Well, they can find me on Twitch. Um, they can find me on Twitch. X Force Game Radio. Uh, all right, now two scoops. Where can they find you? Got a smear on the wall when Reckless is done with me. <laughs> You can find him. At you can find him at Lexington on Tumblr. And you can find him on Twitter. Just type in Lexington. Uh, yeah, Tumblr. Any yeah. Yes. Uh, aside from that, let's just get right into it. So, before we get to our opening conversations, let's talk about uh, the Super Bowl. Because, as X Force had said, and like I said, the Patriots had lost the Super Bowl. So, here's a question: Did any of you guys watch the Super Bowl last Sunday? No. No. I know X-Force did because he, he really did not want the uh, Patriots to win. Uh, GC, did you when, did you watch the uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, I watched pretty much the Wait, did you just skip over me? No, you Seriously? Said, well, okay, did you watch it? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I and I said you did. Yeah. I, I, I addressed the fact that you did watch the Super Bowl. Anyways, well, what's your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Better, better matches, worse commercials. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Good job, good job. Uh, GC. So you said you were uh, back to GC real quick. So you said you watched the entire Super Bowl. So thoughts on the Super Bowl? The Eagles won the Super Bowl. Uh, pretty much it was just a long time coming because I know everybody named Mama wants the Patriots to lose because it just seems like, well, it's rigged. Well, pretty much it is rigged or whatever, but. Um, it was pretty much a closer call game. I mean, there's a couple of uh, plays that, you know, it's pretty much awesome. It's pretty much the iconic of both, you know, quarterbacks basically tricking the uh, tricking the defense teams and basically, like, you know, going in for the wide receiver catch or whatever. Um, and Justin Timberlake, he did a eh, okay performance. Um, and just as in the total, like, you know, as in social media, is basically giving him a hard time of the total disrespect of the Prince tribute. But um, overall, yeah, shout out to the Eagles. And, you know, and most importantly, and everything, hey, they gave glory to God. All right, then. Minister GC, thank you for your words of wisdom. Um, I would say this. Uh, yes, for those of y'all who want to know, yes, I'm a Patriots fan. I, don't, 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 don't let me hear me out. I don't like Tom Brady. I would think, I, as a quarterback, as a football player, he will probably go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But as a person, I don't like Tom Brady. Okay, let's. I'm just want to point that out right is he, now. Is it because he's overrated? No, there's a lot more to that, but, that's, but I won't go into that. He but, has he has an injury as well. So, but people are not gonna live it down. Like like the only one because he has an injury or something like that. Again, I'm not gonna go into my issues on why I don't like Tom Brady. Like other than the fact that he's a football player. Like I, as a football player, he's great. But I'm pretty sure as a person, I probably I probably wouldn't like him. But that's a different story. Um, but two scoops did no. You did mention the fact that the commercials, the commercials were all eh. And GC, okay, I didn't watch the halftime show because I got in on the game like at the end of the first half. So I got home like right after they finished. Oh the yeah, the commercials. Show. Yeah. And I got home like right when they were showing the Avengers Infinity War trailer. So they showed a bunch of trailers. Uh, but the one trailer we will be talking about for our opening discussion, which actually does lead into it, before I say, shout out to the Eagles. I will say this. The Eagles deserve the Super Bowl because it's the first one they ever had. 
What I will say, though, is everyone on social media who saw that uh, people in Philly were rioting because the uh, Eagles won, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this right now. Philadelphia is one of the most prideful cities in all the um, United States. You do um, honestly believe that they were um, not going to riot. I'm just saying. Um, what? Uh, Rephrase those words. What? And according to, the, according to the media, they're celebrating. But everything else, oh, we're rioting. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Whether or not, okay, if, whether it was a riot or a party, did you not expect that? Did you not expect a riot and or party? Because last time I checked, this is the first Super Bowl they ever, no, they ever won. Uh, they have every right to party until they get stomped out next um, next uh, season. But that's a different story. Uh, also, one more thing. Shout out to my boy uh, Chisels Adonis on YouTube. This man went above and beyond to get his Super Bowl uh, commentary back on YouTube. And for some reason, YouTube refuses to put it back on. And it was not because of a copyright claim. It was because someone named Nancy on Facebook uh, reported it because she's a uh, Tony Romo fan. And he made fun of Tony, Tony Romo during the commentary and he re YouTube refuses to put his video back up so if you want to see all the rest of his videos that likely or not have been taken down on YouTube that he probably has not talked about follow his Pornhub account because he legit made a Pornhub account to put all his commentary on every other NFL game this past season up what? on there so be sure to follow my really boy now? Chiseled Adonis yes yes <laughs> the, the account has not been made yet it's not been finalized but he has it is up. He has not put any videos up on it yet. I'm going to probably make an account solely to watch his videos because they are hilarious. His Pro Bowl commentary is one of the best um, spook commentaries on the NFL I have ever listened to. So, shout out to my boy Chilladonis if he's listening to this. Now, let's get let's go into our opening discussions. Oh, oh and also shout out to Rice Gun for his halftime uh, monster commercial. Hey. Alright, so let's get into the opening discussion. Uh, um, Star Wars Han Solo. Now, one of the most underwhelming trailers that I have seen in recent memory has to be the Star Wars uh, story Han Solo. Now, for those of y'all who are living under a rock, um, Luke, uh, Disney is making another Star Wars story movie. After the success of Rogue One, they decide they want to do a Han Solo movie. Now, granted, the Han Solo movie has been in like un like underground like they've been wanting to do it since they first announced that rogue one was going to be made and since then the movie has been in a lot of developmental hell they had the original director of the movie walked off and act uh what's his face ron howard um the director of apollo 13 from back in the day uh, he had to jump in and become the new director and with not just that but the fact that uh, the guy who, that they got to play Han Solo he actually needed an acting coach uh, on site because apparently his acting was god awful like it was bad well with all that being said the movie it's due to come out during Memorial Day weekend and they actually showed the teaser trailer to it. So I'm gonna go around and ask that any of you guys see it. So two scoops, you being a moderate hardcore Star Wars fan, or OG Star Wars fan, what, what? were your thoughts on Star Wars Han Solo? We already had a Han Solo movie. It's called episode four. Everyone says that, but I think <laughs> that's still true. <laughs> wow, that's something. Dang, it's just like that? You ain't got anything else aside from well, that? Really, well, really, we could have a Han Solo movie, sure. But I feel like at the same time, 
do we really want it? You know, because they're crank. If you crank out a movie, Let, let's put. Let's have a better question. Do we right. really need one? Exactly. Do we really need another Han Solo movie? I don't think we do. Yeah. I think we're fine where we are. We don't need to move. Um, really, we don't need to move a movie a year, no matter what the. No matter what a, what a lot of people want, you know, because a movie year is gonna, it's gonna really affect the quality of things. We're making a movie every year, time and time again. It's gonna be the same story, and people are always rushing to do certain things, and they're always trying to rush it out to the theaters. Eventually, people are just gonna get sick and tired of start seeing Star Wars every year on the big screen. Mm. You know what I'm yeah, I get what That's you mean. A, That's the thing. Star Wars, it's fine on its own, but at the same time, if it's Star Wars every year, and it's like tons of different directors trying to juggle around each other, it's one thing to have like books and comics, because at least that's something you have, don't have to worry as much about, but for movies, it's much more, much more to deal with, you know? Yeah, yeah, my opinion is, I'd say they should just focus on right now. Exactly. Um, GC, what are your thoughts on the Han Solo movie? Uh, pretty much just said it. They should just focus on episode 9 right now. Anything else? Uh, aside from that, so that's... <laughs> oh, not really hearing everything, so just like, you know, of course, you know, I pretty much check it out or anything. It might, you know, beat my surprises, but other than that and everything, I truly agree with Scoops or whatever. They can just focus on their, uh, time, effort, and money, you know, just focus on, you know, episode nine just to seem like you know just just because off of the responses of episode eight of uh, the last jedi and all the major hype uh as for the community and star wars fans pretty much has been going through especially the trailers as well and just to come see the movie it's just like it just didn't reach everyone's expectations just based off of just the storyline itself and also the trailers all right then uh, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on uh, Childish Gambino being Lando Calrissian? For me? Well, no, for GC. Oh, okay. um, honestly, interesting because you know, child. I mean, uh, to Danny Glover, that is one talented dude. It's like, what can't he do? So just to really like to see him, basically, to see his character, you know, as um, I mean, as in this new Star Wars movie, um. It's going pretty much be surprising or whatever. Cause I mean, hey, I mean you've seen it, you know, with uh, with Bill uh, uh, damn, I forgot his name. Billy D. Uh, was it? Yeah, Billy uh, Billy D. Williams, and as well as you know, you know, a couple of years later and everything, we have you know Samuel Jackson as uh, Mace Dis. I mean, Dusku. Dis- Dis- Mace Windu. Um, hey, Windu. I'm tripping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right, then, uh, X-Force, what's your thoughts on the Star- Han Solo movie? Cash grab. Yeah. Yeah. This is just a crash grab to me. That's, that? that's about it. <laughs> All right. That's about it. All right, so I guess I'm, I guess it's just me to die trying to take the helm. Um, well, Two Scoops, you and I both talked about this behind the scenes. We even talked about it during um, the aftermath, the post-show of uh, our other podcast. That we did on Thursday. Um, my pro- and I've been talking about this since I actually watched the trailer because I didn't watch the trailer until like Tuesday, and I actually had to take notes for this because I did not want to be the only person. I actually needed people who are unbiased because 
the, I'm pretty, the majority of us well, less in here, biased. yeah, well, less buys. Because the majority of us in here have watched Star Wars or or know a lot about enough about the extended universe, the expanding universe, and everything like that. My problem with the movie is that there it is like everyone said, it's pointless. Why do we need a Han Solo origin story? That like that's my that's the crux of my problem. I don't want a Han Solo story. Like what I assume, what I presume that the uh, Star Wars stories spin-off series was gonna be was just one shot of like stories in like the Star Wars mythos. Like we had Rogue One. Rogue One told us a little bit more on how the Rebels got their plans to the Death Star. Granted, and I will openly admit that X Force Gamer 88 is correct. Rogue One is a fan service movie. I fairly admit that, and it pains me to say that. I might want to eat some Tide Pods after that. I thought but, you were going to say he was wrong. No, he is right. He is right. And I want to eat a Tide Pod because I'm saying he's right. But I, I'm not going to because I already did a massive vlog about why you shouldn't. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, Unless you can make excuse suicide. Yeah, Rogue One is a fan movie, a Star Wars fan movie with a one million, with a, over a hundred million dollar budget, and it did well. Don't get me wrong; I think the movie is great. It made it my the top three favorite Star Wars movies, but I will not excuse the fact that that movie is fan service. Okay, with the, but it also helped make a plan that you can do a Star Wars origin or a, a spin-off movie. Where it's just a one shot, where it's not going to be talked about after that, and you can do a different story. Why in the hell are we focusing on Han Solo? Like two scoop, like two scoops said earlier, we already have one. It was called the A New Hope, okay, and it was also the Force oh. Awakens. In case uh, some of y'all didn't watch A New Hope, and if you want to watch um, Force Awakens, go ahead. Well, I know why we're doing it though. Because the mouse wants more money. That's why. Well, not just that, but it's also, you know, the same thing like uh, Rogue One was for. It's for fan service. Yeah, but no fan. L look, no fan wants to watch a origin movie about Han I don't want to know how many alien hoes Han Solo was smashing. I don't want to know how he got the Millennium Falcon. I actually keep that a mystery. Now, if you want to do, like, a story where, like, like Well, they already Solo said how he got the uh, Millennium yeah, the Falcon. Yeah, em the Empire. They no, I thought he no, he won it from a bet. Oh yeah, he won he won it from Orlando. Okay, yeah. But other than that, like we already know how he got the money on Falcon. I don't want to know what he was doing in his young days. I don't want to know how Chewbacca more about Chewbacca's origin and like his the the origin of his race. If I wanted to, I just watched Star Wars Christmas special. Drunk. But I don't want nothing no. We're gonna do else. that one of these days. We're not I I refuse to watch the Star Wars Christmas special. You had, I had to be a, a certain kind of drunk to watch that damn thing. Like you could have done anything else. You could have done the Old Republic. You could have done a story about Revan. And the the make the funny thing is, Star Wars: The Clone Wars show, the uh, behind the scenes. There's a uh, there is a uh, a document. It's it was documented that the writers wanted to introduce Revan in one of the episodes of the Clone Wars television show, but they didn't pull the trigger on it. You could have done Revan. You could have done Shadows of the Empire. You could have Was done- Was it Revan or Revan? Revan. It's Revan. You could have done um, Star Wars, the Jedi, the Jedi Knight series with Kyle Katarn. Why haven't we done a Kyle Katarn movie yet? Why? Kyle Katarn is the most savage gray Jedi in Star Wars. 
This dude has a lightsaber, a girl, and a gun, and doesn't give a damn. And I'm also curious, uh, how are they gonna kill off uh, Princess Leia's character? In episode nine? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just kill her between the movies. Or, uh, I don't want to think about that right now. I think it's too soon to talk about how they're gonna kill off Carrie Fisher in that movie. It's kind of too soon still. Maybe she just gives herself up to the Force. Oh, I'm not even gonna say why I'm laughing. Y'all just need to watch The Last Jedi. You'll understand why I'm saying that. Uh, why I'm laughing. Anyways, but yeah, uh, and before we go into the gaming news, let me just read, because I actually, I took notes. I actually took notes from other people um, while I was at school this past week and asked them what are their issues about the Star Wars Han Solo uh, movie as a whole. Um, there are people who are saying that it's unoriginal and it's unnecessary. Uh, someone said Disney's trying to make money using the love of fans to try to uh, brick, uh, make more brick. I, I um, would disagree. Uh, They're not using the love of fans. They wanted to reboot the whole thing. Something like that. Well, you, want, you already did though. You already introduced an, a new trilogy, which essentially you don't even have to watch the original Star Wars movies, not even the prequels, to understand what's going on. The Force Awakens. But obviously, the old fans will hate, will hate for it. Even though the people who don't care about the Star Wars trilogy, um, the original Star Wars trilogy, they love it. Okay, that's a different story because I can go into. Ooh, okay, I'm gonna go into that in a few minutes. But I, I understand what you mean. But like to be fair, like Star Wars fans are never satisfied. I'll I'll explain why in a minute. Um, but let me same thing as uh, uh, Undertale fans, especially Undertale fans, especially Overwatch fans. Um, well, okay, to be fair, I like Overwatch. I like to Overwatch be... too, but you, we are know the community's poisonous from time to time. We, we... I, I see the fandom for Overwatch is a lot better than the others so far. Surprisingly. But that's just me, that's just being fair to that, them. But I, can, I, I can argue with you on that, but I can see your point. But um, I'm just being fair to them, and you know I'm a critic, right? Yes. Oh, I know you're a critic. Uh, let me read. Let me read a few more. Um, could have been a novelty. It could have been in novelty form or in comic book form, which I totally agreed with. Movies. Uh, movie sets itself. It. The movie itself is unnecessary. Actor looks like a generic white boy. The guy who's playing Han Solo. Um, Disney could potentially destroy the franchise. It's competing, and this is a big one. It's competing against the Avengers 3 and Deadpool 2, which come out in the exact same Stop. month. So I'm gonna, I'm actually going to comment on some of these, um, on the, some of these quotes. I will also say that I do agree that the Han Solo movie should honestly it should be a movie you could have made this in a no a novel version of this or a comic book and if you guys haven't been kept keeping up with it the star wars comic books are killing it right now it's probably the best thing marvel has been writing uh, for a while now and marvel comics right now are not doing all that good unless you read some of the ones that are a little more grittier like deadpool and the old man logan series uh, so the han solo movie could have easily been a comic book or something like that, or it could have been an animated film. If it was an animated film, I honestly wouldn't be giving it all as much crap. Um, and also, I also do agree with the fact that Avengers three and Deadpool two come out that around the exact same time uh, Han Solo does. And let's just face it, more people. I would say this: I'm way more excited about the Avengers and Deadpool than I am with Star Wars Han Solo because with Han Solo, I already know I'm gonna. It's gonna be forgetful. 
like like Rogue, how Rogue One is like don't you know I don't think Rogue One is for a forgetful movie I do know people who would say it is but when it comes to the Avengers the Avengers is a culmination of a 10-year project that Marvel Studios had went through with Iron Man with Thor Captain America and so forth and now Black Panther which comes out this Thursday uh with Deadpool 2 Deadpool uh did something that None of us thought that Fox, with the license of said Marvel movies, could do, and that was to make a rated R, uh, Marvel licensed movie with Deadpool. And now, yeah, the but they intentionally threw it under the bus. They did everything in their power to screw it over, and look how it turned out. It, yeah, that's because Ryan Reynolds had to throw his money in there. But uh, and it was worth it. Yes, it was totally worth it. And you already know Ryan Reynolds is going to go. a great job. Yes, and he's going to go balls to the wall for Deadpool too. So. Because now you can introduce Cable, and you're probably introduce like a timeline perspective, and like you're not, Deadpool is gonna do my job and say why the X-Men Apocalypse movies are trash, and why Death Note is better, but it's a different story. Um, but furthermore, to, if I'm gonna conclude this, because I could go on and on about this, and which is gonna go to my argument. The reason why I say that so I have an issue with hardcore Star Wars fans is because of the fact that Star Wars fans are never satisfied. And the reason why I say that is because of the fact that when you look at The Force Awakens, The Mighty Force Awakens, Yes, like people were like, uh, why is this movie like Star Wars and you have? Why, why can't it just be original? Nah, 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 nah. So The Last Jedi comes out, and I've defended, well, me, so. I have defended The Last Jedi to the bitter end, and I will continue to defend The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi for me is a, is a ride for me. Okay, that's fine. The Last Jedi tried to do something new and tried to do something fresh, and it, it, try, it was not The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, it's, really there's that. nothing wrong with trying something wrong. new. Yes, there's but, nothing wrong with that. But then it, it, it is something wrong when these said fans were like, why is it like Empire Strikes Back? Why is it like the original Star Wars universe? Like, shut the hell up and go back to your mama's basement, you fat. Well, you know, it's like, you know, it's like super divisive, though. You know I'm right, but, though. You know I'm right. Yeah, but there were people who were saying that, but also people were saying it was great. And that's the thing, it was just super divisive. But then again, it's always. It's, it's polarizing, you mean. Thank you. It's, it's a polarizing review. It's either you love it or you hate it and you'll kill each other to the bitter end. Yeah. That's how movies are all can we, about. Can we just agree that the Star Wars fans might start like another like internet fire that could like like DDoS the entire internet and the internet was going to be gone, be down for like a two, like at least two or three days? If the, if the Last Jedi debate still continues, can we all agree on that? No, no I disagree. <laughs> Okay, fine. Whatever. So, so I disagree greatly just to cause chaos. I will say this: Is anyone gonna go see Han Solo? Because I, 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 no. I honestly think this movie's gonna be a train wreck, and I honestly want to watch it happen. If there's one thing I will say about a train wreck, it's no fun when a train wreck or a car crash. It's no fun when it happens to you, but when it happens to someone else, you have to watch it. So I'm gonna be watching this train wreck of a movie that is the Han Solo movie. It could be good, could be bad, could be just meh. Well, we'll find out, because that movie comes out May 25th. Now, moving on to gaming news, and which Mr. GC is going to be taking a, uh, taking this... Wait, already? Ride. Yes. What? 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 Yes, we're already on gaming news, and... The, our that was top fast. Story, yes, our top story is EVO 2018. The lineup has just been announced. So, GC and X-Force, I don't care which one. Who's going to... What games are going to be played... Under, on the final day of E3, on the not E3 of Evo, on the main stage. Aside from Smash, right? Yes, aside from Smash. What games are on there? Okay, we have Tekken Seven. Oh yeah. Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Boo. 
the new Blaze Blue game called Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle featuring the Ruby characters, people from Blaze Blue, people from Inverse, and people from Persona. <sighs> yes, Persona. Thank you. We have Guilty Gear Rev 2, which is a really good game, by the way. It's, I love playing it. We also have Injustice 2 to represent the Western fighting game. DC! And, and to be honest, they're really good. They're really good with that one. It's a very good lineup of games, so it's going to be at Evo. Yeah, and the, and the most anticipated, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which is great for both beginners and hardcore fans alike. It's, it's great. And then we have uh, Smash uh, Smash 4 and Melee. Who cares about uh, who cares about Melee? Yeah, so let's go. Wait, 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 wait X-Force. Are you forgetting a game? Where's where's Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? The problem with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, <laughs> one, they, they're not really Scoops marking it echoing, hard. <laughs> They're not, they're not basically, Capcom's not marketing the game very well. And two, there's a Marvel-based game that got dethroned. Okay, Dragon Ball Fighter Z dethroned, uh, dethroned the Marvel franchise. They dethroned it. Dethroned it. Anyways, I would say this, because if we're going to start off with the e with uh, Evo, but for those of y'all who are watching, those of y'all who are listening, doesn't matter. Our boy, Mr. Jod, Mr. Godchild15 will be at EVO 2018 representing the Scrub Club Gaming Nation as he's going to be lame. in Smash and Tekken 7. If you think that's lame, you should probably play him in Tekken 7 if that's the case. He's probably going to get, he's probably going to drown in pool, full of pools the first round. I wish he I'm was here to. I wish he was here to hear you say that, but unfortunately, I'm, he's working. Right anyways, at the same time. but uh, to be to be more serious, I I hope he actually get uh, gets out of pools. Uh, to have you to know, I almost made it to semifinals in 2016 of Evo. Yep. Anyways, uh, as I was saying, I hope he gets <laughs> out of pools though. He tried. He tried. He tried. Like he to tried, be he uh, to be serious though. He 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 tried, he tried to be like, nah, that's not true. But uh, but yeah, he, he will be playing both Smash and uh, Tekken Seven at Evo. Anyways, I know you're going for. Uh, by the way, aside from Little Mac, do you have any other characters that you can use as a pocket? Wait, you pocket Little Mac? No, he doesn't pocket. He mains Little Mac. Really? Yeah, he mains Little Mac. Who me? Wait, are you playing on Omega Map or, or GC? Tyson. GC. White Tyson. GC. GC. Do you mainly the Omega Maps or the lower maps? Yes. Thank you. Uh, any map. Any, any map. Wow. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, do you have a pocket, at the very least? Who's your backup? Oh, he's still at work. Uh, it's Meta Knight. <laughs> oh, Captain Falcon. Oh, okay, that, okay, that's solid. Honestly, All that's right. actually a solid. That's actually a really solid pocket for your uh, for his playstyle. Yeah. Wait, uh, I are wish. There any games, are, you, are you? Are there any games are you, that you guys are excited for to watch being played on me? Well. Actually, being excited, I want to watch. I actually want to watch Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear. The reason why I'm not picking Dragon Ball Fighter Z is because everyone's gonna watch it anyway. Yep. So that's to be expected. That's true. That is to be expected on that front. Uh, what about you, Two Scoops? Are any games? Are you, what games are you excited for to watch? Outside of yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, I don't really watch Evo. 
this would be my first one to actually get into. Alright, if you are, then you should totally watch GC and watch him kick some tail in Tekken 7. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyways, Tekken 7, Tekken 7 is pretty much the only 3D fighter that act, that is still that has stood the test of time. Every, every other fighting game is pretty much Smash 4 or 2D fighters. Well, wait, time out. Wasn't there at one point, didn't Soul Calibur 4, wasn't it on, wasn't it on the Evo stage as well? I think it was Soul Calibur 5, yeah, if I remember really? correctly. But anyways, I don't think Tekken 7 is going to go away anytime soon, well, to no, be honest. Tekken did, let me put it like this, Tekken and Injustice 2 did everything right when it comes to uh, promoting a fighting game last year. And Guilty Gear XR uh, Revelators as well. Um, and uh, let's put this in, I like, for, for me, Tekken 7 is... It's high skill, but they actually put in they actually make characters that are accessible who are coming from a different genre, but are not disrespecting the the hardcore players. That is how accessibility should be done. But I will, like I said, I will be competing in Smash Four, Tekken Seven, as well as Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Oh, I, yeah. I, I know you were doing that. Okay, I, then I, I totally need to watch Dragon Ball Fighters. Anyways, I think. Uh, no disrespect to you, but I feel like you're just going to drown in pools for Dragon Ball Z Fighters, sadly. <laughs> in but only for that particular game. The other games, um, I think you could, I think you'll give them a good, uh, give a good run, to be honest, for the other games. And next year, there's Soul Calibur Six. Oh yeah, Soul Calibur Six. I think Soul Calibur Six is going to be in the next Evo, personally. Probably. It probably, yeah. like or not, I will. I mean, the game does come out later this year, correct? I think so. But if Soul, like, I'm usually not the guy who hides, uh, who's hyped for it. But Soul Calibur Six looks pretty solid, surprisingly. And night, and they got so, and I get to play as Shangwa and uh, and Nightmare. Nightmare is my primary character, by the way. Oh, I know. I think I didn't we I think we you and I no we never played Soul Calibur together. I know we just played Tekken together. Yeah, but with but with Nightmare, I am pretty mean. Because I, if you do a high attack, I punish you hard. I can punish people really hard if they do a if they do the a high attack. And I also force you to a mix up situation as well. Alright then why well, well, I'll be sure to be on my guard. Yeah, I will say but, this. Oh sorry, go ahead. Continue. I'll I'll let you finish. Anyways, one time I could have beaten I couldn't beat him one play uh, uh, I couldn't beat someone from the lounge, but he cheated by giving uh, by giving us a broken controller. Who? <sighs> oh, I'm no, not gonna actually, say no, don't, yeah, don't say his name. Don't say his name. We'll, we'll, we'll just call him Z for right now. Z. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but he cheated, and even even oh, wait, wait. even the uh, even the my even my sister's uh, boyfriend. He he even complained about it, as well. I think I might know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know who you know who it is. Yeah, but that guy cheats. Like, I was so pissed off because I lost. It's not because I lost. I lost because of uh, I lost because some uh, of outside factors. That's what pisses me off. Okay. Well, he's such a cheater. You shouldn't call him Z. You should call him uh, cheater. Damn, not cheater. What was his other Hydra? name? Hydra. No, no, no. Soul Calibur 5, main character. Raphael. Not Raphael. He's a cheater, though. Of 5. Only newbies play Raphael. No, 5. The main character of 5. Oh, Patroclus. Oh, Patroclus. 
to be Djokovic. to be fair, I actually actually pocket Patro uh, Alpha Patroclos, the better Patroclos, basically. Alpha. Yeah, because he's a ripoff. Oh, can't even have his, yes, because he can't even have his own original style. The piece of shit. To be fair, he got raised by Setska in the story. Yeah. To be fair, so of course he's gonna copy her style. Uh, of course he's gonna copy her style because that is the style he grew he grew up with. Yeah. I still hate him. I hate well, him so much. I realize losing off of Patrickus because once you get the time of that, oh my god, he could do so oh, yeah, much damage. So Tsuka style is great, it's just that I hate Patroclus as a character. Right, yeah, that's true. Quick, I, me, I do hate him. Oh, real quick, let me let me get let me get my two cents on Evo. Uh, I'm gonna be watching the Injustice Two um, tournament. I've honestly been watching a lot more Injustice gameplay. I don't own the game, and I've only played it one time. But I do like how the mix-ups people have for that game. Unfortunately, they didn't uh, at Evo Mortal Kombat and Infinite. Um, are not on the main stage, which because the main stage is on Sunday, so unfortunately. But you don't have you don't have to watch always the main stage. You can also watch the uh, you can also watch the side the side uh, events. Oh, I know, well. but like I'm talking about like what what main stage games are we looking forward to? That's all. Oh, okay. I know there's plenty of them right now. Um, I will also say Tekken Seven is a big one as well, and I honestly am interested in Blaze Blue Cross Tag. Despite the controversy that game got that we forgot to cover last oh, month with yeah. the DLC characters and like them trying to pull a cross tech in on us, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, while we, when we talk about Infinite, which we're oh, up to right now. So what can you do? What can you do about it? It's, it's simple. You, you learn from the stupid mistake that Capcom made years ago, which I'm still gonna give them a, the biggest L for. And hey, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is going to have a lot of DLC characters as well. Yes, well, the DLC, at least the DLC characters are going to be much well earned, and it's probably not going to be as expensive. Because Bandai Namco dude, knows all... how it's doing. Bandai, well, no, not Bandai Namco. Arc System knows what it's doing. Well, for oddly enough, I like I like how uh, how Bandai Namco does their traditional fighters in general though i really like how they do things about it well with the exception of number five story it's like why why did you ruin the story of it um but yeah other than that but going back to what i was saying like um you probably guys are wondering why marvel's in marvel vs. capcom infinite isn't on the uh main stage um i'm honestly i'm mostly bad reputation yeah bad reputation Sim that's that simple uh, that's a simple answer bad reputation because it looked ugly with the snapshot uh, with the snapshot with chun lee okay uh, no, no 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 hold up it's not just that come on let's just let's be real it's not just that reason there's a lot but it is of one of why... it is a big factor of it yeah though. there's a lot of reasons why infinite is not on the evo main stage it's because because it sucks no, okay, gameplay-wise... No, that's no, no, subjective. No, 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 no. Ga that's yes. subjective. Gameplay-wise... <laughs> gameplay-wise, the game is fun. Okay, I, I, I stated this earlier in my earlier podcast. In the earlier podcast, not just mine, but ours. In our earlier podcast, I stated that I, I actually I, do enjoy playing Infinite. Uh, by the way, Sam is a shoulder character. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack the yellow off you when I see you. Anyways... But um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. By the way, I also learned. 
I also watch a uh, gameplay uh, Mega Man. Mega Man is also a Shoto character. He could do a Hadouken. Okay, so going back to what I was saying. Everyone's a Shoto character up. if you play him. Going back to what I was saying. Going back to what I'm taking my head. But going back to what I was saying. There's a lot of factors that go into why Infinite is not on the main stage. And one of them is yes. Bro, you know I could do a Shoto The amount of lies that Capcom pretty much did. Like, honestly, the game. The game. The community for that game honestly has died because after they announced some of the characters like Winter Soldier and Black Widow and a few other ones like Venom and stuff, there really has not been any more updates. And it's They're kind of sad. The game. the game had a lot riding on it because of the fact that no one really expected for another Marvel game to come out so soon because um, Ultimate, Th Ultimate 3 came out back in 2012 and then, then got re-released um earlier I was last pissed. year here's the thing what pissed me off like i'm not buying our marvel game this is from my personal experience when i bought marvel when i bought marvel vs. capcom 3 six mm. months later ultimate oh, no, oh everyone, yeah. was, everyone was pissed about ultimate i, I was so pissed off when that happens like i'm not I, i'm not buying that series again I, I, again i I, addre I i addressed that factor in my reckless letter to capcom like i i i bought ultimate even though i knew i sh probably shouldn't but i did <sighs> you got the better version i got the i got the vanilla well that's because I, got... tra I traded in three to get ultimate and it only cost uh $40. did you get full value off of it or no yeah i got full value off of it okay well, really you didn't even get vanilla but just got like that less then I went to the after Christmas sale when I got Ultimate 3, but that's a different story. My point is, though, is that there's a lot of factors that go into why Ultimate 3 came out. I know I keep saying factors, but they really are. It's not Ultimate 3, Infinite. Infinite, it, it's just... <sighs> is it competed, is competing against Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Yeah, yeah, and honestly, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is the superior game when you look at it. Granted, oh, uh, Infinite brought back the 2v2 um, game system, which I am I was very much supporting for. But for Ultimate 3, Ultimate 3, not Ultimate 3, Dragon Ball Fighters has a lot of stuff that you would want in like the other Marvel games, that being Marvel 2 and Marvel 3. It has replayability. It has a, a, it has plenty of things other than just multiplayer and just mashing buttons to, uh, against uh, your opponents. You have um, the story. Gonna, you gonna have survival. Gonna stop you from there. What? Gonna stop you from uh, right there. If you want a good single player experience, look no further than Injustice and Mar uh, and Mortal Kombat. Even they have better. the best. They have the best stories. Yeah, and they, and I would play it. Just because they have a compelling story. Yeah, and even though, um, yeah, even though MKX is not on the grant on the main stage this year, Injustice, like I like I said earlier, did an amazing job when it comes to marketing. Infinite, no one cared about Infinite. Infinite wasn't even properly marketed to the uh, consumer audience. It's also not appealing to the it's also not appealing to the consumer audience. It failed to come. It failed to appeal to the casual audience, which I'm pretty sure is deliberate in that particular case. And they felt also failed to appeal to the hardcore audience as yeah. well. The dreaded trap it's... of healing the hardcore and casuals and failing at both. Yeah, and, or yeah. worse. and say what you want about street. And look, say what you want about Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five did do marketing right for that game. It do do. 
Like, and honestly, it's not going to go away anytime soon. As much because as I want it's, 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 it's a different story. It's a primary game. They have to do something so bad, at least in terms of the franchise itself, they have to do something so bad that it gets knocked off of the, of the lineup. Well, in fairness, one of the reasons being is because of the fact that with Marvel, what yeah. with Marvel, with um, with Street Fighter and the majority of Capcom games, because of the fact that Eva was essentially founded by a community of fighting game fans who played Cap mostly like Street Fighter games, of course Street Fighter is going to be the main staple to their stage. Like night KOF 14 didn't even make it to uh this year's main stage, but to be fair, well because it looks ugly though. That's okay, aside from aesthetic, okay now now that's just subjective. That you're you're being uh, you're kind of being hypocritical when you say that because even though the game doesn't look good graphically, gameplay wise that game is solid. It I have to play it solid. though. Yeah, I I have to play that though to make a to make a proper judgment. But first first impressions, it looks ugly. Whatever, man. I play a lot. Didn't they make more KOF games by now? Um, no. This is the first KOF game they've made since KOF 13. But anyways, uh, let's. Uh, but going anyways. back to what I was saying, um, well, at least with, K with KOF 13, on the other hand, in defense of that game, it's very popular in uh, like South America and like and Central America, like a lot. Even Brazilians. Yeah, like I said, South America. Okay, th get, then get you're appealing, straight, then they're appealing to those people. Uh, Those people. <laughs> racist. Wow. I'm not being racist. It's just. Wow. I'm not being racist but on that part, though. Anyways, but uh, but yeah, other than that, to make a long story short, I expected that out of reckless at but, least. But, hey, but anyways. Hold up, hold up. Belizeans <laughs> and Haitians are niggas too, okay? They, they are okay. Yeah, okay yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, and Dominicans, they all niggas. All right. By the way, do you, who do you think is going to be? Who do you think is going to take the main stage? Like, who's going to be the most hype? Like, who's going to generate the most hype for the uh, for Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball. I agree. For sure. Dragon Ball. That's my pick. Tekken. Um. I said the most. Not... You can't. You have to pick one. Oh, for one. oh, for for the, for the main 4. one, I would say no, no, no one cares about Smash. Um, okay, so Godchild says Smash Four. I say Dragon Ball Fighters because Dragon Ball Fighters is a newcomer and it's already been a crit a critically raved game. Like people love the hell out of Dragon Ball Fighters. It's, it's the it's the best fighting game that came out in a while. I, I, I would well, go at least further, in my opinion. I would go further to say, likely or not, it's gonna win best fighting game at the VGAs this year. I would go as far as saying it could win best. It could be nominated for game of the year. I could well, go I that far. I don't think so because remember, in the mark in the American market, mm -hmm. fighting games is considered one of bottom three genres. I know. Along with racing and strategy games. I know, but hope, man. Really? Dragon Ball Z, man. I know you're hoping for it, but Dragon Ball Fighter Z, that's my top pick for Evo. Wait, really? Yeah, it's the lowest common denominator when it comes to the video, the video game genres. I thought, like, well, it's gonna win best fighting game. It's gonna win. Yeah, it's definitely. I, yeah, definitely. I I have no questions because Wait. for me, it's like I'm I'm a modern player, but I got inside. I get into Dragon Ball Fire Z, but I'm able to enjoy the more intricate details about it. So, so as an inter as a close to an intermediate player. I thoroughly enjoy Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Like even though I lost, and I I'll play as Yamcha, but he's really good though, to, in my opinion. He's I'm, pretty good. I will be buying the game this week for sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm playing on my friends. I'm playing on my friends' PS4 for it, but 
I I highly recommend the game. All right, we like, should we should for, go ahead. Sorry, in fact, in fact, if we're not counting Smash Four, this is the game you want to get into. Like if you're new to the fighting game genre, it's really accessible to a lot of players. So I can highly recommend Dragon Ball Fighter Z for newcomers really? to the genre. Yes, it's that good. And it's that good, and it's that accessible to players. So yeah, there you have it, guys. Evo lined up. Uh, Evo is going to be in the first week of August. So if you haven't yet, be sure to get your tickets. Uh, be sure to bring a, a plenty of water because it's going to be hot as hell in Vegas. Just bring water in general. So like I said, bring. bring I, said, I did say bring. I said bring plenty of water because it's going to be hot as hell out there. I'm just letting y'all know right now. But we gotta move on because we got we got, still got some more stuff to talk about. So, um, NetherRealm Studios had their uh, Injustice stream this past week and actually showed off gameplay of the new Ninja Turtles. Of the Ninja Turtles that are going to be in Injustice Two, that being Leo, uh, Donnie, Raph, and Mikey. Uh, did you guys were you guys able to see it? Yeah. No. No. GC, did you see the gameplay for no. the Ninja Turtles? And he still at work. Anyways, um, um, I was only I was only able to see the gameplay through Maximilian Du and Xavier Woods. All right, what did you? What, I'll go with you first. I know you're working too. What did What did you think of the game? Not right now. Okay, never mind. Two scoops. Where What was your thoughts on the uh, gameplay for the Ninja Turtles? I thought it looked really cool. I'm glad the Ninja Turtles are in there. I would love to see more games. It reminds me of a uh, Killer Instinct with uh, I think his name was Rash. From, from Battletoads. Yeah, that was oh, cool. Really, really yeah, now? Yeah, Rush. Well, it is a rare, it is a rare title. So, like, not the, not a, not, not like rare. The game company rare. So it is. So that's kind of cool that that they're incorporating it into the games. So Did yeah. Did you know Rash was in Killer Instinct? Me? Yeah. No, not you. X Force. I didn't know for that part. Oh, okay, yeah. Ra Rash was like one of the surprise guests in Killer Instinct when they announced I it. I guess it's like one of those uh, one of those shoutouts to uh, to the other rare games. Or it's like, hey guys, we didn't forget about uh, you know one of the big games that we used to make. And by the way, when rare, if rare, how should I put it? I played Donkey Kong Country, solid. This is I had fun with. It. It's my childhood. To this, to, I mean, to this day, that game has aged from, uh, pretty well. So, I, I was still pl I actually played it. The funny part is, I actually played it again after like, let's see, I think I was like nine when I got it. So that's like about that's like oh about twenty years later, and I still and I get to try it out again. And I feel old. Um, I feel so old. Going, going back to what I was saying, um, for I think the Ninja Turtles are a really good addition. Don't be wrong, it was out of nowhere. If you guys haven't yet, be sure to check out my reaction on my YouTube channel. Um, it was just something that was unexpected. And now I see why, and I'm liking... I really do like the mechanics that they implemented for all four of them. And I really do like their, their ultimate, where they do the shell shock, where they all use their uh their shell to bump into you i really like that that was a good throwback to the cartoon and the ninja turtles uh movies that was really good i really did like that but uh but yeah other than that uh when do the characters even come out did they announce when the characters are coming out are they out i don't already? think so 
check and see if they're out already um but yeah so be on the lookout for ninja turtles they look pretty dope uh and Ed Boone, if you're watching this um you know or listening to this you know static shock i want static shock please give me static shock for the love of God, I want. Dude, you sound shock. like a you sound like a kid who wants everything right now. No, I, I, I look. All but I, I do. Want, but I, I agree. I mean, I do agree with you. Like, but Stack Shot would be a cool addition to the game. But yeah. all honesty, but come on, we can't expect nice things. All I want is Stack Shock, or 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 you know what? I'll I will settle for if you um give me a Power Ranger, like give me the White Ranger, if that's the case. They're gonna be out here on. No, the no, no, you gotta get you gotta go with the Green Ranger, the the traitor. No, get Lord, get Lord uh, Dracone from the Power Rangers comic book. That'd be dope. That would be fire. That would be so fire if they got uh, Lord Dracone from the Boom Studios Power Rangers comic books. That would be super fire. I actually want. Actually, I was about to bash it on that one, but that's not a bad idea, surprisingly. Anyways, uh, two scoops. What were you trying to say? They're gonna be out on the twentieth. Oh, so uh, this year, Heroes this uh, next week. One. Turtle Power. Yeah. About next week, probably. So let's. I think because we have a date. You know, let's move on. Yeah. Let's All move right. on. So moving on, we have more on news on Overwatch League. So for those y'all who didn't watch or listen to our podcast last week, I did admit that uh, even though I kind of make fun of Overwatch, the Overwatch community for time to time, I will say that the Overwatch League is dedicated and they actually take it seriously. They actually do like that. They just announced um, two additional teams that will be joining the season two. Overwatch League, um, I don't, so, X-Force, you, you know, you, you covered a lot more, and you know a lot more about what's going on with Overwatch and Overwatch League, so we're the two teams Not that necessarily. Wait, there's two teams that are gonna come in? Yeah, two new yeah. teams that are coming into the Overwatch League. I'll look it up right now. Alright, whatever, but, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's gonna be two additional teams, um, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think, uh, two scoots, if you're, if you've been keeping up with Overwatch League, do you think this is gonna, like, make an impact? Is, do you think it's gonna impact the rest of the teams? Uh, not really, I guess. I think a couple new teams might change things, but I don't think it'll really do, like, a major shift. I'll say this. I'll say this, um, you know... If, Shang, if, the, if, if the Shanghai Dragons, you know, don't get their crap together, they should probably just get them out of there. They're improving. They're not. N X-Force, did you watch? Did you watch Overwatch League last weekend? Yes, I did. Dude, they're still they blew they still a 99% lead. They're, they're improving, though. They blew a 99% lead, dude. How are they improving? How? Dude, they're getting closer. and They're actually getting, their matches are getting a lot closer now. Closer only count, counts for horseshoes and hand grenades, my nigga. That don't matter. That don't matter, man. That don't matter at all. If you suck, you suck. Phrasing. Anyways. Uh, <sighs> well, Anyways, they're still getting better, though. Uh, did you find what teams are? They haven't announced it yet. They haven't announced but it. They're consider but it's going from it's going to come from your uh, Europe and Asia though. Those are the primary two. Those are the primary two regions there that we'll be expecting the teams coming from. What are right, so which region? All right, so which re, oh, which country in Europe do you think they're going to get? France for sure. They're going to get France. I'm going to say Ireland. I'm going to say Ireland. Shouts to my Irish niggas, uh, especially you uh, two scoops. I think Ireland Thanks. is going to finally come in. They're going to come in and just start beating the brakes off people. Um, who, who do you think is going to join in? Two scoops. Yeah, definitely more Asia teams, but I think 
uh, some team from Europe, a couple teams from Europe, maybe even Canadian team would come in. Don't they have a team Canada? No. No? Okay. Well, they, if they do, oh well. <laughs> Alright, well they need some Canadians for sure. Um, well, there is a possibility of that game, uh, of that uh, region. Can we get some Norwegians too? Can we get some, can, can we get some black Germans up in there too? Germans, what? Yeah. Can we get some black Germans? Shouts to <sighs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, our our final story, and this is actually going to be kind of short. Um, for those of y'all who still play Friday the Thirteenth, I still do. If whenever I'm at my friends' my friends' place, I actually do. I actually do like That's Friday lame. the Thirteenth. Shut up. Um, the Friday the Thirteenth is under some controversy right now because someone decided to try, they wanted to try and sell the Kickstarter codes on eBay. And if I'm reading this right, um, Gun Media, and this is from P coming from PC Gamer, Gun Media originally said that the keys for the in-game rewards intended exclusively for Kickstarter backers had been stolen from one of its distributor distribution partners and sold on eBay. It did not say which distributor, but Limited Run Games, which distributed the Kickstarter rewards, has since been in touch to confirm that the keys were likely stolen by one of its temporary contract workers. The culprit is not known, but the company no longer uses temporary uh, contract workers. Uh, so what are your guys' thoughts on this? Uh, X-Force, I, I think this would be on, in your route because I know you you talk a lot about this. What were your What were your thoughts on the controversy with uh, Friday the 13th and the keys being stolen? Not surprised. Really? They want to make profit. Simple as that. Because you, I here's my question: How, like, it's kind of weird that they, like, I would say, I honestly don't have nothing else to say about. I, I don't have. I'm honestly all for a loss of words when I talk when I talk think about it right now. Two scoots. What's your thoughts on this? Wait, what do you mean the keys were stolen? I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it again. So it's not keys stolen. It's like no, they're like, abusing the system. Like the code. Oh. Like, you know how you know how we can get like a code off like humble bundle or like if you get like. A, oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, someone stole those for Friday the Thirteenth, uh, which was exclu exclusive to Kickstarter backers, the people who put uh, their yeah. money into the game, its development. Right. It got stolen and then put on eBay. So what's your thoughts on that? Oh, that's bullshit. Of course it is. I would. No, I think. I think I finally have my words. Because uh, I'm kind of flabbergasted that this did happen. I honestly, maybe it's happened before in the past with other games, but I probably just was oblivious to it. But damn, like first of all, the game was decent. I, I won't say the game was amazing. The game was decent. Why? Like, there's you could easily got this game on like Kingwood for like twenty bucks. You didn't need to steal the keys, bro. Yeah. Uh, GC, are you still there? Or are you, or are you at work right now? Are you still working? Yeah, he's still working. Alright, so we're gonna move on to quick news if that's the case. Um, this, for those of you who want to know with quick news, quick news is we just go through some other things that have been going on in gaming world and every other, um, outlet such as movies, comic books, and other stuff like that. So, for starters, if for you Overwatch fans, Overwatch Lunar Year has started. It's the Chinese New Year event yet again, and um, they have some new skins for Farah, um, freaking uh, Zarya, Genshi, and am I missing any other character? X Force. Mercy. Mercy. There's also Mercy. There's also Genji as uh, not Genji. Um, I just said. There's also one for McCree as well. Yes. Yeah, so. And there's also one for Widowmaker as well. Uh, on top of it. So that's six legendary skins. Anyways, now, the one for Mercy, Genji, Zarya, and 
and Faro. Those guys, are, their skins are actually based on the four Chinese Guardians. Really? Yeah, they're actually based on the four Chinese Guardians that that pretty much oversee uh, oversee the lands of the Asian country. Which is, and for Genji, he represents the White Tiger. Zarya represents the uh, the Northern Black Tortoise. Faro represents the Azure Dragon. And and Mercy represents uh, represents the Vermilion uh, Bird, and it actually and based on the design is it looks like a phoenix. So Mercy being able to revive people makes a lot of sense. It's mm. a good costume. Rising yeah. ash like a phoenix. Mm. Anyways, oh, and on top of that one, Genji and Zarya DPS heroes, Tiger and Dragon makes a lot of sense. And on top of and Zarya being the tortoise also makes a, a lot of sense because the because tortoise represents longevity. Ow, here comes the Shaolin style. True B A B Y U. Now you're just being mm, now you're just being stereotypical, ignorant. Hold up, nigga, that was Wu Tang lyrics. What you talking about? Wu Wu Tang pay homage to to uh, Chinese mythology. What you talking, nigga? You can't, okay. You, you can't talk about that, niggas. Black History Month. You can't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Anyways moving on. The, um, when, when does Lunar Year even end? I think it's gonna, it's gonna go on for four months. Surprise, uh, not four months. Uh, four weeks. I'm about that. to say four months. Chinese New Year is only in February. Yeah, I know. It's gonna have, it's gonna be on for the entire months. So yeah. All right. So, so you only have up to Mar. Yeah, you only have up to March eighth to do, March 8th. Uh, to get through. Yeah. Right. So, yeah approximately. So, so start grinding now, people. Uh, other news. Speaking of uh, Overwatch, we have one more piece of sh uh, Overwatch news, and this involves around Xbox. I gotta go. By the teams. way, no, don't do it. Wait, wait, before you do, before you do, before you uh. do, Shanghai Dragons is getting a new teammate. It is a girl, and I don't know. I don't remember her it's... name, but she's gonna be the first female competitor in Overwatch League. To be honest, um, the way I see her play, she is she's better than the rest of the teammate. She's gonna be a star player. Oh yeah. All I, all I have to say is, coach, put me in. Put me in, coach. You got just put just put me in. Just put me in. All right. That's all but I have to, ask to for. be fair, but the thing is, we don't want to put in we don't want to put in players that are just there for gender. I'm sure we care about diversity, but we want them to skill. We, yeah. We overall we want them to skill. So if you suck. You it, suck. If they put her in for her skill and not because of her gender. Then that is a then that's a great addition to the team. Otherwise, she'll be a dead weight. But the way you see her play, she's very good. She's an excellent Zarya player, by the way. She plays. She's a, she main Zarya. She's a she's the best Zarya player. Mmm. Hell yeah. I. All right. Look, Shanghai. Shanghai. This is a message to Shanghai Dragons and all you Shanghai Dragons fans. I need y'all to tell Shanghai on their Twitter. I'm going to try to root for them. I was rooting for them when they played the uh, Spitfires last weekend at the Overwatch League. And I was pissed that they blew a 99% league during King of the, the King of the Hill match. Please tell them to, for the love of God, I am rooting the for them. They have to do good. Get good, man. That's all I asked for. Well, it's a, if she's a carry on the entire team, and in this meta, the tanks are the, ba the main carries. Followed by supports and DPS heroes are just whatever. Overall, though, uh, shouts to Shanghai Dragons. Y'all just made history for Overwatch League. Even and even, Overwatch League legit just started. How long ago now? 
It's been a while. Uh, I've been watching it since January. So it's, it's been about a month since Overwatch League started. So we are—they are just made some history. So let, let's do this. All right. Uh, are you well, sure you have to go? Yeah, I have to go. All right. So shots, uh, shots to X Force uh, for staying for the first half of the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. All right. All right. All see right. you, man. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Really now. <laughs> really. I'm just joking. Bye, everybody. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyways, I'm gonna go. See ya. Uh, peace, dude. All right, and then uh, we'll we'll, mm. we'll speed through the rest of the quick news. So, uh, for those of you who don't know what Deepfake is, Deepfake is a Pornhub uh, account in which they pretty much put the heads of actors and actresses in Hollywood and put up and like you know Photoshop them into like some um porn videos to make it look like a sex scandal or like a leaked sex tape. Well, Pornhub is now banning these AI-generated fake porn videos saying that they're, they're non-consensual. Um, and this is the first. In fact, um, Tuesday, uh, the motherboard and Pornhub uh, had said, we do not tolerate any non-consensual content on the site, and we remove all said content as soon as we are made aware of it. Um, this is a spokesman who said this non-consensual content directly violates our terms, terms of service and consists of content such as revenge porn, deep fakes, or anything published without a person's consent or permission. Pornhub previously told this, uh, told Mashable that it has removed deep fakes that are flagged by users. So, um, yeah, they're pretty much saying, um, if you try to Photoshop someone's head or anything like that into, uh, a porn, porno to get revenge on them, they're going to kick you off and probably likely not take legal action on you. So, uh, two scoops, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, honestly, I agree with Pornhub on this. They should take those down. <laughs> it's kind of weird that we're just like, yeah, I agree with Pornhub. Yeah, you do a good job, Pornhub. No, but on the real, You're doing though, God's work. <laughs> on on the real though, on the real though, this yes, this is something. This is something this is that bad. yeah, this is something that I, I we have to commend Pornhub for. Like Pornhub, honestly, Pornhub's done a lot of good things about it when it comes to like community-based stuff. This is one of them. That and like, like I said, my boy Chiseled Adonis just made a Pornhub account, so so to put more of his YouTube videos on there since YouTube algorithm sucks, like booty butt cheek sweat. So yeah, and also on top of that, didn't they still they even made their own esports team along with Uporn. So and they and they were talking about they were giving out scholarships like a year or two ago as well. So don't look aside from you know having porn they actually do some good work and you know we, i commend pornhub for that so you know what good job pornhub get, you get the w for the night you get the w for the night uh, our last a few pieces are our last news for quick newsies uh the venom movie trailer just got announced uh well not announced it was just put on youtube a few days ago it's a teaser trailer uh two scoops did you see it uh not really uh, I'm, I've been hearing things that are kind of good, kind of not good about it. Okay. Uh, I will say this. It, it was underwhelming, just like the Star Wars trailer. I honestly think both <laughs> these movies are going to fall. Yeah, it, it was very underwhelming. I will say that right now. Um, I, So, yeah. It, it's hard to talk about because that movie... I, I, I genuinely want to give this movie a chance because I love Tom Hardy. But, honestly, I... This movie might not. I'm probably gonna be disappointed when that movie comes out. I'm just gonna put it out right now. Wait, Tom Hardy's in it? Tom Hardy's playing Eddie Brock. So Bane is gonna be Eddie Brock. I want to give it a chance simply because of Tom Hardy. 
well, Tom Hardy can't really be all, like, Tom Hardy can't save that movie. If it's trash, it's trash. Anyways, but uh, other than that, yeah, so keep on looking out for Venom. Venom comes out, I think, later this year. Uh, speaking of which, um, our ne um, Brian Michael Bendis, we actually talked about him recently. Brian Michael Bendis was actually interviewed recently. By recently, I mean about a day or two ago. Um, Marvel actually offered him a role to write both Wolverine or and or Deadpool while he was still at Marvel before he went to DC and Brian Michael Bendis had said that um Legacy felt well let me see Mac Bendis revealed that he was offered opportunity and this is what he said Legacy felt that these stories could be the last stories for these characters Riri which is Ironheart Miles Miles Morales and Jessica and Bendis um on uh, the executive editor Tom Tom Bedford came to me with offers to write Deadpool and Wolverine and other big projects. Tom was being ambitious, but it felt like a mountain had already been climbed. So, what's your thoughts on Brian Michael Bendis um, not wanting to do Deadpool or Wolverine? Two scoops. Uh, I feel like maybe his touch on Venom might make it a little better. You know, I, I'm honestly feeling that Deadpool 2 is going to be good no matter what. Because they really pulled through with that movie. That was a Hail Mary and they passed. The flying colors. I, I would just say, look, again, I'm a big Brian Michael Bendis fan. I think his work is amazing. When it comes, and his time at Marvel was spectacular. Especially the fact that we he's the reason why we have Jessica Jones and stuff like that. Maybe it, I would say it probably wasn't a good idea for him to turn down, but at the same time, I can respect I can respect his decision on not wanting to write uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Um, hopefully, um, he does. I, I, I want to say hopefully he's going to do well in DC, and the fact that he wants yeah. to write a, a Daredevil esque story for Batman, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that. I think that would be very very good, and that would re that would match the caliber of writing that he likes to do. Yeah, I think he could pull it off. Daredevil does have a lot of Batman-esque status to him. You know, the only real difference is that he has, like, super senses, and that's only because of the accent. I think having a much more Batman-esque aspect would be good with him. At least from a different angle, not like a permanent change. Yeah, so... That's that's out. That's that. Brian McBenz turned down Wolverine Deadpool, and you know what? Good, good on him. Good on him. And our last yeah, piece of news: uh, My Hero Academia season three got announced uh, about a couple of weeks ago, and we forgot to mention that. Uh, My Hero Academia season three will be coming out in April. Um, they just announced that on I. They announced that on IGN, and I as well as if i'm looking at my notes correctly uh, on comicbook.com as well because that and the fact that they had already addressed the new villain it's going to be likely or not it's going to be uh um one for all but um right. not oh no not one for all all for one but yeah over other than that yeah season three is coming out i'm excited uh two scoops have you watched my hero academia yet no you need to get on My Hero Academia, nigga. It comes out, uh, season three premieres. I do need to get on it. Season three premieres April 7th. That's all y'all need to know. And now we move on to our next piece. We are go to the movies and TV news. There's not really much to talk about for this one. Um, the only three things we got. Well, first of all, we got Deadpool, the Deadpool 2 trailer. Uh, did you have a chance to watch the Deadpool 2 trailer, Two Scoops? That I did watch. How, what, did you, what were your initial thoughts on the Deadpool 2 trailer? <laughs> 
I'm not really 100% on the actor they chose for Cable, but they really got the energy and the humor of Deadpool 1 in there, and I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to it. Well, they got uh, Josh Brolin, the guy who plays Thanos in the Avengers movie, so they got him as... Ooh. Yeah, they got him as uh, Dead, uh, Cable, so... Okay, yeah, I think that would be fine. Yeah, there really was not much to talk... I mean, I think the, the funny part about that trailer was the fact that it... It made fun of the fact that, like, the movie wasn't really all that finished yet, even though it is almost finished now. It was like the joke they did for, um, what do you call it, for the ending of the first movie, where it's right. like, oh, you're looking for, you were here to stay for, uh, to look at the trailer for Deadpool 2. We don't have that kind of money. But he's like, for the sequel, though, we're going to have Cable. Uh, I really, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. Great. Yeah. I like that too. Uh, and then for when they had when they showed the Logan movie, when Logan came out, they had that Deadpool S teaser where he's supposed to, he was trying to save someone and didn't do it, and it's like Deadpool two not coming out anytime soon. What? Right. You th- like what? You thought this was an actual trailer? And then they showed the uh, the uh, what's that dude's name? Bob Ross uh, parody, which was really funny. Uh, overall, though, from what I saw in that trailer, it looks good. I mean, it's going to be gritty too, but, but that's going to be like the satire to it because Deadpool, uh, Deadpool and Cable, like Deadpool's like the, all oh, the dark and broody one and Deadpool's like, nah, I'm good. Not Deadpool's dark and broody, Cable's dark and broody. So they're going to make fun of that, obviously. Definitely. Yes. But overall, yeah, Deadpool 2 comes out in May along with Avengers 3 and the Han Solo movie that we recently just talked about at the beginning of the uh, podcast. So look out for that one. Next, Marvel actually, Marvel Studios actually had their 10-year anniversary photo shoot, uh, which included everyone from the Marvel series: Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Jeremy Renner, uh, Tom Hardy, uh, not Tom Hardy, Tom Holland, Paul Rudd, uh, Mark Ruffalo, um, what's Don Cheadle. Anthony Mackie, uh, Chad Bozeman, and everybody like that. And Chris, all, all the Chris's were there. Pratt, Evans, Hemsworth, everybody was there. And I saw it. And you know what? I really thought it was great. And I realized, damn, I am getting old. Because when Iron Man first came out, I was 13 when that movie came out. It was the summer of 28, uh, 2008. I was 13. You were 13? I was 13 years old when that movie came out. We were 13 when it came out? Yeah. And 10 years... God damn, 10 years later! 10 years later, we're about to get Avengers 3! Bruh, I am... I'm pretty sure we had some older older, uh, people on here like, Man, you ain't old, what you talking about? You ain't old, you're not my age, I'm like, I know I'm not. Bruh! Where is this? You ain't old, you ain't old, playboy! Anyways, but yeah, other than that... Yeah, man, times have changed. I'm actually, yeah, it, it was, it felt really heartwarming to see that um video too. Did you, did you get a chance to see it? Uh, no, I haven't actually, not yet. Um, it's, it's a short video. It's like a two minute video. They pretty much just talk about like the culmination of like how all that started. They showed them, you know, like celebrating and talking to one another. Kevin Feige was there to like congratulate everyone, the team, what uh, producers, directors, writers, the actors, and everybody else has been involved with the cinematic universe. I don't think the uh, cast of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or the Netflix Marvel shows were there yet. Uh, were there, though, which is kind of sad, because honestly, you got to give props to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is holding it down for people 
um, while they're waiting for the rest of the Marvel stuff to come in. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has done such an amazing job being a television show, like a weekly, an episodic television show, right. in which season one was not that good, but then season, after that Winter Soldier, season two upped the ante, and then season three and four were phenomenal. Season four, in my opinion, is still the best season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because like, you could have split that into like two other seasons because they pretty much essentially made like 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 season four uh, four a season four b and season four c like each each of those three had a different story one dealt with ghost rider one dealt, dealt with the ml the L, lmds and the other one dealt with them going to the matrix nice as stupid as that sounds you have to watch it it it, it, it gets pretty dope and then you had agent carter and you know Haley atwell is my boo and my my bae and she can get coffee any day of the week um, and now they got the new Cloak and Dagger show coming out. Marvel's Runaways is now out, and I haven't watched it yet, and I know there's a lot of mixed feelings about that show. I have some mixed feelings about it already because I enjoyed the comic book, and I was told that they do change some things, but yeah. And then you have the, the Netflix shows, and yeah, Iron Fist is not that good. I fairly admit that. Even though I love Iron Fist, Defenders was a bit rushed, but aside from those two hiccups, Punisher and jessica jones are two of the best shows that marvel netflix has other than luke cage and daredevil so congrats to marvel studios and hopefully you guys are here for the next 10 years and i'll be when avengers 8 electric boogaloo comes out or something like that well i wouldn't say 10 years is at a certain point that's just too far but yeah they've done a good job well, at that point, they can go to space. I mean, I think that's what they're trying. They're, that's what they're gearing up for, honestly. Because, right. like, Thor and Guardians pretty much took place all throughout space, and now you got Captain Marvel coming out, right. um, likely or not, maybe this year, if not early next year, and she's gonna probably be in space and stuff like that. So, we're gonna be having like Space Avengers or something like that in the near future. Yeah, Space Avengers probably have a Nova movie. Oh, bro, I'll be waiting for that Nova movie. Honestly, I'm, I really want to know what they would do with that Nova movie because they would have to go all out. Like, you need to have, like, Avatar-esque CGI for that movie. Hey. No, not the last Airbender one. I'm talking about the Blue Furries. Hey. Hey, don't they? Yo, 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 yo. The CG was pretty good, though. Yeah, but our, when I think of really good CG, I think terrible movie. Okay, okay. Don't lie. You guys know not, that. No, no. The movie's not terrible. The movie was just average. It, like, it, the only reason why anyone liked yes, that movie was it because... It was average. Uh, the, the only, yeah, the only reason why anyone liked that movie was because of the CGI. That's pretty much it. You and I can agree with that. I can agree. You and I can both agree on that, can we? Yes. Okay. GC, are you there? I'm going to ask one more time. GC, are you there? No, he's not. Okay, cool. He's still at work. Because our last piece of news is um, sleep the Sleeping Dogs movie, which I did not know there was actually they were trying to make a movie about that. Um, by any chance, uh, two scoops. Did you know about the uh, movie? Uh, I've heard of it. Like I heard a bit of the news about it, but I wasn't able to really get the full details. My bad. I meant the video game. Do you know about the Sleeping Dogs? Oh yeah, video I know game? the video game. It's supposed to be like a supposed to be part of the uh, GTA series, but then it went in its own direction. It, okay, I'll correct you on that one. It wasn't part of the GTA series. Do you remember a game called True Crime Streets of LA? True yeah, Crime New York City? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was supposed well, to be. True Crime. Yeah, Sleeping Dogs was originally oh, yeah. just called True Crimes, but then the game got canceled, but got picked up by um by Square and I think IDOS. I, I think the, I, I think it was IDOS. IDOS and Square Enix 
had um worked on that game. I love true crime. Let me make sure I was correct. Um, no, I was wrong. I was wrong. It was uh, Square Enix had uh, worked on that game. No, yeah, yeah. yeah Square no, Square Enix and United Front Games worked on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So other than that, going back to what I was trying to say. So the game, uh, the movie, it, the, the pff, one take, one take. The movie um uh, was announced a while back, which I did right. not know, and they want they casted Donnie Yen as Wei Shen, the um. The uh, Interpol agent—he is he an Interpol agent or a Hong Kong police agent? Uh, Hong Kong police. I think it's police. The case police. Uh, the Hong Kong police who goes undercover into the Chinese yeah, the police triad. officer. Yeah. Well, apparently, the movie—the the movie's been like on like a hiatus. Donnie Yen recently put on his Instagram that um, the movie is still uh, going and it's going to be coming out soon. Um, the movie, uh, previously the movie was, um, it was indicated that the movie is being produced by original film and DJ2 Entertainment under the guidance of producer Neil Mortiz, who, uh, did the Fast and the Furious series, as well as, as well as Dimitri Johnson and Dan Jevons. Um, and, you know, it was originally the, a 2012 game and what was pretty good. Uh, what's your yeah. thoughts on Sleeping Dogs? What's your thoughts on it being a movie? I would love to see a current I would love to see like a crime movie like this. I thought the original True Crimes games, I didn't play a lot of them, but I played a bit of True Crimes series, so uh, they, but like, I just want to see like a really high action cop movies. I love those. But I would like to see this more like a John, like a Jet Li, like a heroic bloodshed kind of movie. Like you know? John Woo? Yeah, John Woo and Jet Li and shit. You know, heroic bloodshed movies would be really cool. And to see one, like this would be awesome. I would, but there's, but there's also like the environmental kills and everything, and how like violent it is. It's I think it could do that, and I would love to see it. I would say that if the um, because they said it's gonna be made by by the guy uh, the guys at original films. Now I don't know a lot about original films. Um, I do know that the guy um, who worked on the Fast and the Furious movies. I mean, if he's gonna be do if he's gonna be doing the movie, then likely or not, um, then likely or not, it's gonna it's gonna go well. It's gonna go well yeah. because they're gonna go over the top as, as all get down. Because we all know how those movies go; Th those get yeah. way too over the top. And I I'm sorry, original film, yeah, original films is guys who made the Fast and the Furious and stuff like that. So. Honestly, the movie could be in potential good hands. I mean, they've had a couple of hiccups after Fate right. of the Furious and stuff like that. Like, or before that, like, you had, um, well, only a couple, but, like, the rest of their movies have been pretty good. Like, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street were really good. Um, Battle Los Angeles was pretty good. SWAT, uh, Triple X, the first, the one and three, because we don't talk about State of Union. State of Union was trash. And uh, a few other things. They're actually gonna be. They're actually um, doing the Sonic the Hedgehog movie in 2019. I just realized that. So yeah, there. I don't really have a lot to say about that. I mean, I think Sleepy Dogs was um was a video game movie on its like a video game that played like a movie already. So if they do it, I mean, hopefully that it doesn't suck. 
Well, they did, um, in this actually this month, Donnie Yen released production photos on his Instagram. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, it's not like, like, you know, we got at least the trickle what, what down. It's not over just yet, but we're getting that trickle down, so I think it's still in production. But yeah, there you have it, guys. We'll, we'll, that, we'll keep you guys up to date on that story uh, later on. Before we get to our closing discussion, I honestly I honestly forgot about one other story. And that has to do with one of my anticipated games for the Nintendo Switch, that being Metroid Prime 4. Um, there's right now a rumor going on that Metroid, Metroid, Metroid Prime 4, Metroid Prime 4 is going to be worked on uh, by Bandai Namco. Um, it's again, it's only a rumor that Bandai Namco could potentially be working on uh, Metroid Prime 4. What's your thoughts on that? I think Bandai Namco could pull off a Metroid Prime 4 game because it seems more, given like a look over the previous Metroid games, like you know how everyone hates Other M and uh, don't a lot of them don't like Star Fox Zero, they always want to put the blame onto the people developing it, but it. It's so like Nintendo is the one who's putting more focus on it. They're really the ones who decide how the game plays. And it was Nintendo's idea used to have it like that side sideways controller, but it's just with the Wiimote. And you had to point at the screen to fire the missiles. They put so much into And they're really the ones who came up with the story. So if they give Bandai Namco a little leeway... You know what I'm saying? They gave them some leeway, let them work their way around on the system instead of like trying to follow exactly what Nintendo thinks might work. I think it has a good chance because they did the same thing with the creators of the first three Metroid Prime games. They gave them that leeway and that kind of freedom to decide what they want within the world. Within the world, you know what I'm saying? So they have that kind of ability. It wouldn't be as bad, but still, I don't know what Nintendo's cooking currently. I don't think no one knows what the Nintendo's cooking. I, they're trying to keep a lot of things like under wraps and stuff, which which is okay. I I, I feel admit that it's a good thing to do. Uh, I would just say that, um, just just I just don't want this game to suck. That's all I have to say about it. Just this game, please, just don't suck because other M was trash. Um, gameplay wise, the game was fun, but like when it comes to the story, awful. Like it felt like you you, you essentially made one of the best characters in all of the games you turn her into bella from twilight that's essentially what y'all did and bella is the point is like just a awful awful human being but that's a different story so uh yeah the game is supposed to come out later this year i don't they haven't really confirmed uh, um, a release date for metroid prime 4 but we'll keep an eye on that hopefully we'll get a lot more answers when E3 rolls around, or when the next Nintendo Direct. If the next Nintendo Direct does address uh, Metroid Prime 4, then um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some more answers. All right then, and now we move into our closing discussion. And unfortunately, Mr. Yes. Oh, oh, he's here. Okay. You. GC. Before we go, before we go into that, okay. I'm gonna give. I want a quick rundown. Everything. What you think about? Okay. Um, I heard everything. Okay. What's your What's your uh, thoughts on the Venom trailer? The what trailer? Venom. They they have a teaser trailer for Venom. There's nothing really to go off. It's just most like a a teaser, but I wouldn't even call that a teaser. Just 
mostly just as in he's been kidnapped and they've been pushing the room. So it's really much nothing much to go off of. So Alright, fine. Okay, um Pornhub is uh, about to do some um some true stuff, like be the heroes of the of the internet. What's your thoughts on that? It's pretty much whatever, it's just the whole branding <laughs> itself or whatever, it's just like still porn. Hey, 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 hey. They have esports teams now, okay? <laughs> and they give yeah, out thanks, and they give yeah. out scholarships to people. Okay. Yeah, thanks to Zoe, thanks to Zoe Burger. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyways, all right. Um, uh, what do you call it? the Deadpool two trailer? Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, but I'm kind of like iffy when when it comes to cable or whatever. Just as in, like you know, um, I think like you know my thoughts were just as in where is his X Men uniform? Even though he's from the future. But it still just symbolized, like, you know, just as in the storyline and the comments of basically of what happens to the X-Men in the future and by him, like, you know, basically being the X-Men or whatever. But even though it just seems like more of a comic relief because of Deadpool as a character in general, but um, I don't think it's like too much appealing just yet. I don't know. I think the movie's going to pretty much probably crash, but, you know, you'll never know. Damn. So, just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying the truth for whatever, just like, of how it is or whatever, but, um, Dead probably Cable as a character, he seems pretty, pretty, pretty decent or whatever, just, um, I know it could have been, you know, a whole lot better or whatever, but, um, you know, I'll just see it just in spite of, like, just because I'm bored, but it just wasn't, it just didn't really capture me or Tyson. me. It didn't so, like, appeal you, know, you. I got to go see it. Yeah, it didn't appeal me at all. Okay. Um, all right, and the 10 did you see the Marvel 10 year photo shoot anniversary? The video on YouTube, no, I didn't. Okay, and what's your thoughts on Sleeping Dogs and movie? Did you ever play Sleeping Dogs? No, but I did play True Crimes in LA and True Crimes in New hey. York, even though my opinion, uh, I think it, it pretty much bit off of uh, Grand Theft Auto, but um, I'm pretty much excited, just you know, pretty much Donnie Yen. I mean, Donnie Yen is pretty much in it too. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty much excited for that too. Well. all right then and so with that being said we go we go into our closing discussion so this is actually a fun one because i actually did address this to you guys uh last week and we've been addressing this on discord for the past week or so um when i was at the overwatch on league i was really what made me happy about watching it is that when it comes to like competing on like live in front of people or competing against other teams, this all stems from the fact that there was one show that I do remember back in 2002 and lasts up until 2005 or so. It was a little show called Arena, and that show Arena was on a show in a, a, a channel, a network in which. If you yeah, had this, if you had this uh, channel on cable, and you were a god in elementary school, I'm talking about G four. Honestly, this probably came out the time that this generation was born. Exactly, G four, and th is something that really holds a special place in my heart. Um, the network or the just the the concept of G four turns 16 years old as of this year it has been 16 years since g4 first came out back in Stop 2002 g4 years ago yeah g4 uh shut down back in 2013 2012 2012 2013. i've said before that really yeah before officially the channel itself shut down officially back in uh 2013 i guess yeah 2013 
so I just want to get your thoughts on these guys. Uh, GC, you, you, I know you are, you are very open and you are very vocal when it comes to G4. Yeah, because what, what were your, uh, what were your memories like growing up with G4? Well, for one, it, I can honestly say if it wasn't for G4, you wouldn't really see me in a podcast today. You wouldn't really see me as a streamer, as a YouTuber. It's just so enthusiastic in the gaming industry, period, or whatever. Because pretty much G G4 TV was pretty much set the foundation of me loving video games as a whole. Like, you know, as soon as I was a kid, picking up a Nintendo controller, I fell in love with just gaming in general. But when G4 TV came on, because this is back when, like I said, before the internet, before it was social media, um, before basically like, you know, your gaming news or whatever, even like in the during process of PlayStation uh, subscription, I mean, uh, gaming magazine subscriptions or whatever, basically it's just as in there's with shows, like, you know, just as in like, you know, X Play, Arena, uh, Cheat, um, Cheat um, Gamer's Guide. <laughs> um, and I mean, the list go on. I mean, I can't really name all on top of my head, but the list goes on. But it also introduced me to the fact of E3. And at 13, 13, 14 years old, E3, which basically got me hooked on just the gaming industry in general, on just basically as new gaming consoles, new gaming news, different gaming companies, just as a whole, basically presenting their ideas, presenting their new products or whatever which just capture all aspects of my whole being or whatever actually just to learn the ins and outs of the gaming industry the production the distribution um the marketing everything when it comes to gaming in general i learned through g4 tv or whatever and i don't know if they're going to even see this or anything shout out to adam and morgan because they are legends literally seeing them every day they are legends they pretty much grew me up as a kid are you crying no, I'm not crying. <laughs> this is how you cry. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Like, you're emotional. I know you are. I'm emotional too, but damn. Rick, let's see if you're crying too. Hey, 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 hey. Don't make cry. Maybe it's the only anime I cried on. Shut up. But, uh, no, I'm not crying, whatever. But, you know, thanks to them guys, you know, just seeing them throughout my childhood each and every day, just presenting me my gaming news. Of when the new game, when the next game comes out, and of course, like I said, you know, the, the uh, magazines where, when it comes to, like you know, new game, new games are coming out and everything. Um, also, like the cheat codes as well. Like you know, I'll look in the back of the magazines and find the cheat codes there. Even when I had the money, when the struggle was real, you have to literally, mm. <laughs> grab a piece of paper and a pen, go to a Rite Aid or a CVS or whatever. Mm. No more, no five dollars or six dollars or seven dollar magazine. You basically just write down all the games that have to come off, write down the cheat codes or whatever, and bounce or whatever. But also like, you know, G4 with Cheat, Cheat comes on, with Cheat came on, it gave you your daily uh, cheats for specific random games that they basically want to introduce though. But, but man, I, I was pretty much hurt or whatever, but it pretty much just set the foundation for me as, you know, a gaming blogger, a gaming streamer, and a gaming uh, podcaster and a viewer. Two scoops. All right, cool. Two scoops. What 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 were your memories like with G four? Like growing up with you having G four under you. 
I when I was young, I was unable to see a lot of G4, but I do have fond memories of it too. I did like cheaters and everything, you know, because just seeing those cool things too. Remember that um, TV show that uh, played those trailers and Cinematech. Cinematech, yeah. There we go, Cinematech. Yeah, I love that one. I don't remember a lot of the games. It's just like there's something different about it, you know. And nowadays we see ads all the time. We just skip them because it's like another game trailer ad. Of course, I just want to get to my real video. Not with Cinematech though. Cinematech niggas was on that television screen say, "I right, what's what's the next game? What's the next game?" <laughs> exactly, because it was different. It was something new. When you're young, you don't really get to see those kind of shows. But then with Cinematech, you actually see them. I remember watching Attack of the Show a lot, and I enjoyed those yes, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it lets you see popular YouTube videos when you really kind of use YouTube at the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And also, and also, shout out to the show Arena, because if you think yeah. about it, because, because of Arena, we have MLG. Because of Arena, we had, you know, first it was just the TV, but they merged, and we have, till this day, Twitch. Where they basically stream, you know, competitions of as you have right now, Overwatch, Call of Duty, CS:GO. Um, Without um, Arena, you wouldn't have Evo, because Evo came out Thank in two thousand four. Thank you. I, I, I would, I would, if I, if if y'all if y'all are done, let me let me let me let me peep game. So let me take you back. Let me take y'all back to two thousand two. I was seven years old when Arena came out, when uh, G4 came out. The first show I ever watched on G4 was Blister with Bill Sindelar. Uh, Blister told you what games were coming out. They actually had some interviews with some of the people uh, of the develop of, of game developers and stuff like that. And they even actually went around and did ask people, what's your favorite games that are out right now? One of them so happened to be Marvel vs. Capcom 2. People were on that. People ate that like pancakes, fam. Um, then you had Sweat. Sweat was your sports gaming ch uh, show, which told you the new sports games that were coming out and everything like that. Like, and I think it even covered the Madden, uh, the, Ma uh, the Madden Championships, because Madden 03 was that game. If you played Madden 03, likely or not, you were going to Jamaica because they actually they had a Madden National Championship game uh, league um, that they were. Um, Broadcasting on G4 did highlights for where the winner would get a round trip to Jamaica for one week And it was really dope. You also had Cinematech. You also had Arena. You had Judgment Day before there was X-Play before the uh, G4 Tech TV merger you had uh, Judgment Day with Victor Lucas who was on um, Electronic Playground now and Tommy Tellerico the um the nephew, the uh, cut, the nephew of uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the who's the um, who's the lead singer of Aerosmith? Uh, two scoops. Hey, let me check. Something Tyler. Yeah, Tommy Tallarico, and I actually met Victor Lucas at Comic Con two years ago. Shouts to Victor Lucas. Victor Lucas. Um, I remember when that when he he covered the Injustice Two panel. Steve Tyler. Steve Tyler. There you go. Tommy Tallarico is Steve Tyler's uh, nephew. Um, but with Victor Lucas, when he announced himself, like, hi, my name is Victor Lucas, and I'm going to be your, um, your liaison for, um, the, this Injustice 2 panel, and for those of y'all who don't know, like, I, I also did, uh, I'd also done Electronic Playground and Judgment Day back on the G4 days, I screamed, I'm like, yeah, he's like, 
All right then, thank you to like the four or five people who cheered for me. I much appreciate it, right? And then I got on stage, like they got when they uh, they want they were doing a Q and A for um, Injustice Two. I'm like Victor, uh, I'm a big fan. I was I first started watching uh, G Four when I was seven years old, and I love Judgment Day. I would watch that every week and stuff like that. Uh, I would just say, going back, if I'm gonna piggyback on what GC said. If there's one thing G4 did right, was introduce the world to gaming journalism. Gaming journalism wouldn't have been the same. Like tele, like broadcast live on Twitch, and like you have your live streams on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that, and on sometimes on television. G4 was the first to ever cover E3 live yeah. and go and uh talk to developers talk to um fans talk to everyone they and it showed like conferences and stuff like that i will never forget the year when legend of zelda twilight princess came out g4 was on that they were on that for sure they were the first to have a game award show with g4 and stuff like that and like we said like you had cheat Pringles Gamers guy. You had cheat with um I can't remember what's her face. Uh, she she also did American Idol. She was uh, one of the um uh, interviews on American Idol and stuff like that. Then you had X Play and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. The early years of G Four, I honestly would say were my favorite up until when they merged with Tech TV. But even then, you saw X Play and Attack of the Show. What I will say is the very first show that ever covered anything gaming related. Two shows actually. There was G4TV.com, which did like. It was kind of like what, um, what do you call it? What si side scrolls on Screw Attack did and stuff like that, where they talked about like some of the new games that were coming out and like showed like the trailers and stuff like that, aside from Cinematech. And then they had Pulse. Pulse is the one that covered everything that was going on. They were covering yeah. the like what was going on with like a, if a game was being delayed. It covered, um, they went to like the gaming studios that they were, um, that were making new games and stuff like that. Um, Overall, though, like, I'm, man, I feel like a kid again talking about this. I'm not gonna lie, man. And I mean, then too, like I can say, I could honestly say, like, dreams do come true because, like, you know, 13, 14 year old me, when I first lay eyes on E3, you know, sitting in my um, uncle and auntie's house, <laughs> spent the whole entire day, even the past next three days watching e3 basically what was going on what uh the sony press conference the microsoft press conference the ea press conference of the new games i was coming out at that time frame or whatever i said to myself that one day i'm gonna go there because i, I was like later on i found out it wasn't open to the public it was open to like you know industry only but i said to myself like you know one day i'm gonna go i'm gonna e3 fast forward years later 2016 came across came across my best friend and he told me like, hey, dude, like, you know, I see that you, I see your, uh, keep in mind. He's like, dude, I checked out your YouTube channel and I see that you're really into gaming. I got a homeboy that I work out with. He's basically in the gaming industry. And we talk about like, you know, uh, just the gaming, gaming industry in general. Talk about he goes to this, he goes to E3 and everything. And he says like, you know, um, anytime that I want to go, if I want to bring anybody, would you like to go? And he was like, you know, yeah, whatever. And so I basically brought it to your attention. Do you want to go? Heck yeah! Like literally, just like heck yeah, I want to go. Or whatever. So yeah, we met. We met up. We talked to him. He's a real chill dude. Um, shout out to D. Um, ever since then, I've been going to E3 ever since. So I'm telling you, like you know, just like you know, just that 
that I mean just that prayer just that um voice that I said like you know one day I'm going to go to E3 like I said fast forward years later I'm at E3 uh uh 2016 2017 E3 and now they're 2018. 2018 and I'm coming I through. will be at E3 I'm coming <laughs> through I'm coming through I'm, I'm 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 giving my deposit money for for my for my badge but uh but yeah dude like I, yeah E, without G4, none of us would have done what E3 is. And don't get me wrong, E3's had its hiccups over the years and stuff like that. Last year's E3 was actually pretty good. I, I fairly admit that. We I, and GC covered everything that was going on down at the Staples Center, uh, down at the Staples Center, and down at the LA Convention Center. Myself and uh, Beiji Zen and X Force, we covered uh, what was going on back here in the Valley. Uh, talking about what was going on in case some of y'all didn't watch the uh, conferences and stuff. Well, this time we gonna be going. We gonna be going to E3, and I do thank G4 for that because G4 legit opened my eyes to a like. Go. I would say this. I felt like Deku from uh, My Hero Academia when like when he's a kid. He's like, "Mommy, it's computer time! It's computer time!" And he's just rocking in his chair, ready to watch anything related to All Might and stuff like that. That's how I felt about g4 anytime i got home from school i would watch g4 the only time i didn't watch g4 was like on friday nights because um i remember my i remember they used to show like the girls gone wild paid programming around like two in the morning when they stopped yeah. showing g4 related stuff <laughs> and i got in trouble and my grandma locked g4 i'm like no it's just at two in the morning like it's, it's, everything else is fine <laughs> I had to talk. I had to talk my grandmother into unlocking G4 because that was back when Comcast got introduced, and you can lo you had the parental locks and stuff like that. I, I had to I had to convince my grandmother like, look, I'm mature enough to watch G4. All it is just video games until two in the morning, <laughs> and then at six in the morning everything's back to normal. They show Cinematech. I would wake up at six in the morning and watch the Cinematech. That's the funny part. But uh, yeah, man, I would say you know, G I I. I, I bought a cheat code book. I bought cheat code explosions. You remember cheat code explosions? Yep. Yeah, like I, I spent eight bucks, get a cheat code book. You, you was good, nigga. You was good. Because it was either that or you watch Cheat Pringles Gamer's Guide or Cheat and you just write down the codes. Like, I remember the code to um to unlock uh, freaking Bubble Jingle Fett in Tony Hawk First Gator 4. Wait, what? So in Tony Hawk in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, Jingle right. Fett was a playable character because Attack of the Clones came out around that time. I knew how oh, to unlock yeah. him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you could play a Shrek in one of the Tony Hawk's games too. We don't talk about that. Shrek is not life. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah. Hey um, man, some guy sped speed run with Shrek one in like 20 minutes. So you better set your I ass down, son. I, and, you, and you just killed it. Just because you, you better check yourself, reckless, before you check yourself. That's how you ruin it. Okay, okay, okay. Two scoops. Two scoops. Keep your mind. <laughs> keep your mind. You're going with me to a Black Panther premiere part. Um, the Black Panther premiere with me and GC. If you come with a daishiki, we cannot help you if you get beat up <laughs> by some niggas. Okay. <laughs> so keep in mind, we the niggas who's gonna try hard to defend you. But we probably won't, so hush up. Yeah, I know you won't defend me. You got him right. <laughs> Alright, I think we're done uh, reminiscing about G4. Uh, overall, though, you know, RIP G4. Shouts to everyone who made G4 possible. You know, <laughs> Arena, Cinematech, uh, Portal, especially Portal. Portal introduced me to online multiplayer games. That's the funny part. 
So Portal, th I thank Portal for that. Um, G4TV.com, you know, I love that show. Yeah, man. Jeff Keighley sucks still. Other than that, I think we're done. Um, yeah, RIP G4. Happy 16th anniversary. Go gone but not forgotten. So thank you guys very much for listening to tonight's episode of the podcast. This is Scrub Clicking Podcast, episode 17, um, February 10th, 2018. And we're going to go with our closing discussions, or closing comments. So two scoops. What's your closing comments for episode 17 in the Scrub Clicking Podcast? Go. You know, you guys can donate Gunplay to me. I won't tell you where my address is, but you can still donate it. So if you, so if you guys want to know, Two Scoops is really big into um, um Gundam modeling. So just get him a model Gundam. Just give him the Zaku. If he, uh, if, if you have to convince him to get a Patreon though. So there yes. you go. Uh, GC, if you're still there, what's your closing statements for tonight's episode of the Scrubs Game Podcast? Go. Uh, dreams do come true. Just basically gotta work at it. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, and my closing comment is, yeah, man, thank you guys very much for listening. This kind of got a little emotional. I'm not gonna lie, I'm talking about G4. A little, a little bit, just a little, just a little. A little. But uh, yeah, if you guys, if you guys know anyone who still works, who worked for G4, whether it was cameraman or some producers and stuff like that, just tell them, you know, we we miss G4. We and we thank them. We thank you guys, um, for introducing us to the world of gaming journalism and we're gonna try to do it right we're gonna make things right because there's some game journalists out there I'm talking to you to that nigga who uh could get through cuphead and i'm talking to those niggas who say uh cuphead is dark is 2d dark souls y'all niggas are the reason why game journalism um gets laughed at sometimes we, so you we, we here to make things right cuphead? i don't say cuphead is the is the dark souls of 2d gaming though it's not thank you but, um, it really yeah. is. Thank you guys very much. Uh, and, you know, 17 episodes. And here's to another, hopefully, over 100 more. So, we out here, Rick Ross, as always. And we will be having two guests um, within the next week or so. We, we're, we're looking for uh, new members of the Scrub Club podcast because, um, you know, if I'm not going to be here, GC or Two Scoops or X Force has to uh, come in and fill in. And Wait, likely, I thought not. the guests were going to be here this week. No, 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 next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, one of them is so happens to be our girl Jen Pink from uh, Rangers Live Chat. Good friend oh, of yeah. ours. Uh, she's really into comic books. So if we have any comic book news, her and I will be uh, covering it. Uh, it's just our trial run. She sucks. We'll let. Uh, if you guys we'll let her go. Yeah, we'll let her go. But if she does good, we're gonna keep her because we we, we kind of need more girls in our squad. Anyways, that's that's enough about that. Uh, kind if you of. guys, if you guys are new, be sure to follow us on Scrubble Gaming uh, podcast page on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com/scrubclubgaming. You can also follow us on Google Play at googleplay.com/scrubclubgaming. You can follow us on our YouTube channel Scrubclubgaming and follow us on our Twitter at Gaming. You can also email us for any questions, comments, concerns, insult, input, advice, and business inquiries at scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That's scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. And if you like a little R and R with us, you can follow me, Reckless Fox, on twitch.tv slash recklessfox. You can also find me on YouTube at reckless underscore fox. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Just type in the reckless underscore fox. Mr. GC, where can I find you? Um, you can find me on YouTube at Mr. Godchild 15, on Twitch, Godchild 15, and Twitter and Instagram at Godchild underscore 15. Alrighty then. And Mr. Two Scoops, where can they find you? 
find me at lexington.tumblr.com capital L O for zero for the O and on Twitter lexington34 same spelling alrighty then and until then guys this is Reckless Fox and as always peace out bless up and keep on recognizing twenty dollars or less until then we'll see you on the next podcast and stay tuned for later this week because uh, the three of us will be reviewing Black Panther after we go to the premiere of Black Panther this coming Thursday. But until then, deuces. Laters.